Hi hi and welcome to Puzzle Home. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Um I just had a nap. Oh, I realized I had a pretty long nap. <laughs> I think I napped for a good 2 hours after I came back from church so maybe my voice right now is a little lower than usual maybe, I don't know but yes, uh, let's get right into it <laughs> I've kind of delayed this podcast uh, towards the end of the week and here it is um, I feel that this is something uh, everyone uh, can relate to and it's something that happens every day and what is that? that is intrusive thoughts Uh, and thoughts of sorts Uh, but mainly I'll be focusing I think on intrusive thoughts and how they can be very detrimental to us like they can actually ruin our day before it's even started (laughs) Um, one reason why is because we get used to a certain kind of routine in our lives and we start to think like, oh, we can just predict things that happen the next day, right? Like, oh, you know, like now I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go through that routine of having breakfast, going to work. And then when I come back from work, it's the same thing. And then once it's weekends, like some people also have a fixed weekend routine. Some don't. And that's great. Um, but I think it's also like in this stage of our lives, it's easier to fall into that cycle and way of thinking because especially because of covid i don't know how it's like in other countries i i know some countries are less strict like for example in the us if i'm not wrong once you're vaccinated you can actually go around without a mask like technically i mean i know people go without a mask go around without a mask like just because but that's one thing, right? And then there are other countries who already open up their borders, who... Well, yeah, it's somehow less strict in other countries. Um, and on one hand, that's also not very good. But on the other hand, um, I think countries are still trying to be smart about it. They're just not that strict. Uh, but yeah, in Singapore, it's so taxing it's so strict the way they implement all of this and it really comes to a point where you get so tired of it like all the working from home um blurring the 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 blurring of lines between work and between having your personal time um and also just that like yeah it's instilled in you to wear a mask everywhere you go in Singapore and like you'll be lucky if you manage to um, you know slip by unnoticed if you pull your mask down a bit like to get a bit of fresh air before pulling it back up because I mean I, I know there's all that thing like oh yeah actually like there's been a lot of like research done and there's been a lot of like tests to prove that like wearing a mask does not like affect 
their breathing in a sense. Uh, and on one hand, I can agree with that. I can breathe normally in a mask if I'm doing very day-to-day uh, -day activities, right? Like walking or, yeah, walking, <laughs> sitting, right? Um, but I tend to be quite, I mean, I'm quite a fast walker and I like to walk upstairs. So, and that's the thing actually, like I know I'm sidetracking a bit, but uh, but it's just on the topic of how COVID has been hard, right, on, on, on us. And uh, like, especially once I, for example, if I run to the bus, right, or if I'm like walking up the stairs and then I need, like, I, I, I tend to like start breathing quite hard and the mask will either get sucked in or it kind of does like filter out my breathing a lot right so that's why i tend to either like pull it out in front of me or pull it down just for like a minute or so to catch my breath and even then you can notice like people staring at you because you just put your mask down like not completely but just so you can like breathe better or even in the bus i remember me and my mom once we were running to the bus and we were a bit out of breath because we ran quite a distance actually like because we saw we have that application where you can check like when the bus is coming right and like when we left our home it takes actually about 10 minutes walk to get to the bus stop actually wait no not 10 sorry that's a bit overestimating five to ten depending on the pace you're walking uh but from the traffic light junction when we came out of our residence uh it said like one minute or arriving and mom was like let's make a dash for it and so we did and we managed to make it into the bus and then we pulled our masks down like I pulled it out in front of me. My mom pulled the mask down like just below her nose so she can actually breathe properly because like she was out of breath. And the bus uncle was like, man, please put your mask on completely. Like he saw us running to the bus. Like can you just let us have a minute to get our breath back to normal? Like I, it's just so like it's so frustrating, honestly. Like if we were walking to the bus, I understand there's absolutely no reason for us to pull the mask down, right? But like. He's like, man, please, please put your mask up. And then my mom was like briefly trying to say, oh, you know, we ran, like we're tired, but like he didn't care. I think it's also just that paranoia instilled in everyone, like especially those who are in charge of like keeping the order around the place. So if the bus uncle, for example, hasn't said that, maybe he feels that the people on the bus will start thinking, oh, like he doesn't seem to care that like they're quote-unquote endangering everyone just by putting down their mask below their nose for a minute to breathe like what it's ridiculous you know i understand like for example if i was a bus driver i'd be like okay uh make sure to put your mask on after catching your breath right and like maybe i'll monitor them through the because like some I, i've seen sometimes the bus drivers they would monitor the the passengers in the bus and if they see someone pulling down their mask like for no reason they're like hey please put your mask back up right okay Okay, but that's just one thing that's frustrating. Uh, I can also actually tell you my mom's experience. So for my mom, uh, she babysits and the, that particular child, uh, their family lives in a condo, right? And uh, like she goes to walk, uh, take a walk with the child like every day when she's working or at least she tries to because like to get fresh air so that the child can actually go to the playground or uh, basically just it's more it's more space and like uh, the child's parents actually work from home so at least they get a bit of rest right like the 
they can kind of work in quiet or spend some time together and yeah my mom would go down and, and walk around or sit and watch her play and my okay this is also a thing i would like to know and just say is like when there's nobody around right like you would you pull down your mask just for the sake of getting like a few more minutes of uh, freshly available air before putting it back up when like someone approaches because I do that like I'm gonna say that I, I do that because after wearing masks for so long right we've been wearing masks for very long if you consider it like I've actually even started wearing masks before it was publicly announced for everyone to wear masks in Singapore right like I was already like quite cautious about that I mean plus actually I was uh, like I just happened to be sick <laughs> before that period of time so yeah I did decide to wear a mask because like I read in the news like eventually like this is probably gonna it was probably gonna come at some point right so why not like and uh, go through this practice now so we've been not wearing masks for so long and we're all so sick and tired of wearing them we really are like we 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 can't normally go out without masks and breathe and just enjoy the the, the air right uh, and it gets very tiring so that's why me and my mom like we we have come to agreement where like hey if there's literally no one around you and like I don't know how many meters or feet but basically literally no one around you to consider like oh you could pass like if, if something like if they have it or you have it like if you can be passed around we, we're gonna pull down our masks so we're just gonna breathe right like if it's in, like if we're walking home for instance I'm not saying like in public and like malls or stuff like obviously you're gonna be constantly surrounded by people so you can't do that but if you're like in a big open space you're walking home or you're i don't know just i feel like that's something that you can do you shouldn't feel like oh like some government eye from the sky is gonna come and <laughs> like blast a laser through your head just because you do that no right like okay that is like literally absurd but like i actually read news in Singapore they're actually increasing the amount of security cameras around everywhere like they're literally gonna be monitoring and I'm pretty sure it's also because like to make sure people are following the the rules and stuff I just realized I have so much to vent about this about COVID actually should I just <laughs> I think I'm just gonna make this podcast about COVID I think I'm gonna talk about intrusive thoughts next time or maybe this could be like a double topic you know what? Okay, I'm gonna give it to you guys. I'm gonna make this like a double topic podcast. <laughs> okay, because, yeah, uh, I mean, it will be longer and probably more entertaining and more background noise or something <laughs> for you. Okay, but yeah, let us let me just talk about uh, COVID first <laughs> and how it's been challenging uh, to me, for example, from my perspective and then this perspective of the Singaporean context. So, yeah, so back to the cameras thing increasing surveillance and I know this is not only happening in Singapore I think it's also happening in China and maybe a few other places I'm not very sure but yeah it's very it's very worrisome um, so okay uh, back to my story about my mom right going to the condo outside with her child and yeah there will be literally no one around because it's a working day like the only people around could be like cleaners, but they come and go, and then there's the security guy. So my mom would pull down her mask, right? Like she'll do that because uh, she she wants to be able to get a breath of fresh air, like as much as possible outside. Because when you're home, 
understandably you can walk around without a mask and everything but like you're not getting the freshest of air or like you can open your windows i understand and like stand out like stand at the window and get the fresh air but you're not moving right you're not really moving much like when you're outside and you're moving like it's just better right and generally like before this life we were used to just going outside and, and just being able to wear masks uh, not be able not to wear masks so i actually understand like my mom actually has genuinely uh like talked to me about this and said like she's so tired of wearing masks and i feel like it's gotten to like an emotional point and things that me and my mom we both have anxiety <laughs> so and like once we start thinking about this once we start getting stressed or tired over our day like our breathing is slightly affected so we actually can get more out of breath when we're anxious so that's why we have that need to pull our masks down so my mom does that like when there's no one around the condo okay like i'm not trying to be some pretentious white woman to talk about my rights of not wearing a mask i'm wearing a mask diligently okay i'm playing my part i, I understand how covid is a terrible virus okay and i know that it can be very infectious and can spread but goodness me like we've 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 been and during this rule for so long we can at least have a few exceptions when no one is around in the public space and just pull the mask down for a little bit right like because <laughs> the virus like it, it only spreads in the if you pull your mask down you, you breathe like you're breathing through your nose you're not breathing through your mouth so there's no way like from your mouth you can okay anyway <laughs> um so yeah my mom was doing that and then um like the first day like when she uh like there's this the security came to her he saw that she was not wearing a mask and she was like ma'am please put your mask up and then she was like she put her mask up and then she was like why like there's literally no one around here i'm just here with my child uh why can't i put my mask down he's like no ma'am it's against the rules you have to keep your mask on at all times they walked away but he kind of like started making rounds like my mom would try to uh avoid him or try to like uh get a breath of fresh air like, when no one is around but then he was he started making rounds like he started making rounds constantly checking whether she's putting her like because she is like one of the very few people who are out at this like hour during the weekdays right and then he's literally like making a fool out of her like he's just constantly anytime she wants to put her mask down he's like ma'am please put your mask up and then there was a point where my mom was tired from the work week she was like stressed she's anxious and she 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 started trying to explain to him like well like like why what's what's so wrong about this like it's and especially like where, where she gets anxious right like she, like both of us say, like it's like it gets a bit harder to breathe in the mask uh, and then i forgot what she said because she was telling me the story but then the security guard was like ma'am if you want to be able to not wear a mask and do what you please go back to your literally she said go back to your own country <laughs> like it's li <laughs> like that was insane that was literally absurd <laughs> like imagine that right like it's it's really it's really insane the way it's so bloody strict in singapore about this like it <sighs> 
really like i mean i'm like even i'm saying like i'm not trying to like justify this behavior to just us like i'm actually recommending you guys like to really like if there's no one around just pull your mask down for a bit and breathe a little bit more like you know especially if you're tired stressed or anxious and like breathing in a mask is just another like hurdle you want to just avoid for a little bit i honestly feel like that's nothing wrong with that okay as long as there aren't people around literally why be so paranoid about keeping it up really because look think about it we pull our masks down when we eat in public and we do that in the proximity of many other people like tell me that is there's a higher chance of spreading infection there than putting your mask down in a literal empty big public space like come on you know like see the irony and people like when they're eating that like they still talk like a lot of times even me like when when we put our mask down because our food comes like we're still talking a lot in between like that's normal Uh, thankfully it's not gotten to the point where like they're like okay you put your mask down you eat and you only eat you don't talk when you eat like thankfully it doesn't come to that point and I hope it never does because if not I would literally love to move out <laughs> it's insane it's really insane um, and I know that rules can get stricter and people can get more paranoid especially when we're we seem to be safe right having single digit cases and then suddenly now we're in back into hundreds because of clusters but still but still like I really don't think you should become so paranoid that you're keeping your mask up when you don't need to you know like even i go through it like i could be putting my mask up in a freaking empty alleyway for miles why there's no one around it's okay one person comes okay yes put your mask up right like because you're in the already in the area like a few people oh understandable even one person yes okay now our rant is over <laughs> about that part um if there are those of y'all who may disagree with me I understand but yeah that's just uh, my perspective <laughs> okay <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not trying to hurt anyone I'm not trying to spread some kind of white woman controversy over here I'm really not okay um, yeah but that was just my perspective on things um, okay um yeah that was yeah that was one thing i was talking about uh one of the facts that singapore is so strict about mask wearing uh yeah that that is that can get very tiring um i like i've ranted to my friends who live overseas about it and like they're like wow that's insane you know (laughs) like for them it's so different um on one hand i'm like i'm kind of glad that it's strict but on the other hand it it kind of gets a bit ridiculous like how i talked about my previous point okay yeah another thing is the security cameras around everywhere Mm, and it's so tiring also this constant jumping in and out of like a dining in restrictions from being able to dine in with two uh, uh, uh packs of two two packs of five and then now back to zero but now they promise that uh, now they're really going like full force with the whole vaccination procedure because they're implementing it in their rules, right? They're like, okay, those who are fully vaccinated can dine in with 
a maximum of five people, but those who are not vaccinated can uh, only dine in, like, two. Two of you can dine in. Well, at least that's that, right? Or, like, not fully vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. I am. I don't know why my status uh, hasn't changed on the Trace Together application. <laughs> it's literally been two weeks already after my second dose, which was absolutely shit. <laughs> Like, I, I suffered all the worst symptoms. I got the Moderna vaccine because it was the nearest one available to me. Like, I know a lot of people took Pfizer instead of Moderna, but whatever. Like, to me, it's a vaccine, a vaccine, you know? And, like, Pfizer and Moderna is, like, the two most common and widely available vaccines in Singapore. So, so like, and it's approved and, like, I don't know why there's so much fuss, but... I guess like the side effects kind of scared my parents They're like why didn't you take Pfizer like we we didn't have any side effects or like we barely had any side effects I'm like I don't know I mean everyone's body is different I'm pretty sure my body would have reacted similarly to the Pfizer vaccine I don't know but um, basically for one day I mean for two to three days I actually had the following symptoms of like fever of uh, body aches fever, body aches, uh, lethargy, tiredness, basically. What are, what other symptoms? Um, this is just, uh, uh, this is the course of two to three days. And the first day, my, f I, I, I already got the shivers, like, the night of the vaccine, like, when I went to bed. At first I thought, oh, my, my, my arm's not even painful because for the, f the, the, my first, uh, vaccine shot, uh, it, my arm started hurting a lot like almost immediately uh, but for the second time it didn't hurt at all and i'm like hmm am i gonna be actually um am i about to be able to go um you know this second one without much like side effects i was like super like optimistic about it <laughs> i didn't know what was coming up i didn't know what was coming up <laughs> so I was like okay so happy my arm wasn't hurting went to bed feeling very hopeful and then in the middle of the night i got shivers like you know when you're like feeling very cold out of nowhere yeah so th i mean that i think that means that your temperature is rising right so like i checked my temperature it was 37.6 if i'm not wrong which is not that high but i'm like okay i should probably take like you know like a pill and i did then went back to bed then when i woke up i felt like oh okay my forehead is actually getting pretty hot i'm like okay is the, the tablet not work then so I went to take my temperature and it was like 38 and I'm like oof and then I don't remember 38 point something right but yeah it was 38, 38 point something and I'm like okay I have to take something like to to get it down and um my dad recommended me to take a spoonful of honey and usually the thing is that usually we uh I don't do that by the way don't eat honey on an empty stomach unless you're mixing that honey in with water like honey lemon water in the morning I actually have that every morning it's good for like activating your digestive system and keeping you more hydrated because I, I I have dehydrated skin because <laughs> I generally struggle with drinking enough water throughout the day that helps in some way okay, at least but yeah don't eat honey on an empty stomach. I don't care if honey, yes, honey has nutritional and uh, medical properties in some sense, but don't do that because I felt very sick afterwards and I'm not sure. I don't okay, I don't think that triggered vomiting, but yeah, um, for the first day, I, I vomited a lot. <laughs> 
Um, and I, I remember try, trying to take this um, fever medication, but either it was expired or it just didn't work with me, and my fever ended up going to 39 point something and I'm like oh my gosh and I started panicking a little bit but I was like trying to calm myself down I was like Polina don't get anxious right now don't get anxious don't bring yourself into an anxiety attack because that has happened it's rare but it happens <laughs> so I'm just like don't do that so I'm like okay it's gonna go down eventually right like okay and if anything and if it goes to 40 going hospital like I, I did try to think too much about that um, but thankfully, um, I took another fever medication and it started to help me and I was just kind of trying to lay in bed the whole time. Yeah, but the first day was the worst. The next two to three days were much more tolerable, even though I was quite tired and all. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was also, uh, the reason why I started going to the vaccination, yeah, is because yeah, thankfully, yeah, I am fully vaccinated actually. Like I have sat, uh, uh, diligently sat through the two weeks, and uh, but I feel like I should be waiting for my trace together. Um, up, uh, what was a sign to appear because now it's still vaccination in progress. So until it shows, because I'm pretty sure they're gonna be checking like when I'm gonna be going out with my friends, in groups of five. Like I'm pretty sure they're gonna be checking. Uh, your vaccination status, or I think even when you tap in, they'll be able to see. Actually, no, I feel like you'll have to show them. I, I don't know, but regardless, uh, I'm I'm happy that yeah, we are. I I'm finally vaccinated, and at least you get more freedom in that sense, right? And I, I'm willing to <laughs> take any kind of freedom right now because it's very tough. Um, yeah, and um. They were also uh, the Singapore government is also trying to market the vaccination to el the elderly, because like they like they said um they're at higher risk, much higher risk of contracting the virus and spreading it, and uh, nowadays a lot of volunteers or uh, groups are moving to the less common areas so that more elderly can get vaccinated, and yeah. Because, I mean, there's articles, so there are like articles from various uh, Singapore sites about like how they interviewed elders and like why elders don't want to get vaccinated. And like the top reason was because like, oh, they don't mind dying. It's kind of depressing to hear, but I can understand because like some of them it can be like really old and they're already maybe might be bedridden or they might be uh, already battling another illness and to them maybe getting vaccinated and like going through the side effects and then still potentially contracting the virus doesn't seem like worth it for them but I mean and I don't blame them honestly I really don't like it's their decision in the end like it's not something the government they're not forcing them to take it they're like using their favorite phrase strongly encouraged you know strongly encouraged to take it so, I talk like I hate Singapore. I don't hate Singapore, but I'm not exactly very happy here in general, uh, ever. Okay, <laughs> maybe for like when I was in school, like you know, I was just having fun in school with my friends, like. And then, but when you, once you start working, like you really feel the 
the kind of uh, lifestyle and work culture and the political influence just hitting you uh, it's not that pleasant <laughs> yeah but yeah that, oh I almost dropped my remote control for the aircon okay um yeah so it has been tough with covid what else can I talk about regarding this I think that's really about it honestly um but I mean in the end like I'm glad we're managing to contain the virus very well and yes it is because uh a lot of the things that Singapore has implemented is working but there are just these little things okay like I, <laughs> yeah just these little things okay right so but it's nothing I can do about it okay like, I can complain about it but like I'm not gonna start some kind of <laughs> like protest no obviously not <laughs> okay that's what, what mainly what we can do right as Singaporeans complain 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 even when we're in a super privileged position. <laughs> Spilling the tea, ha ha ha. Okay. <laughs> I mean, generally, like, we'll always find... Actually, uh, back to the... <laughs> back to the topic on intrusive thoughts. <laughs> I, I don't know how this is linking, but it's somehow linking. <laughs> but how... Oh, wow, my mom just yawned. That was majestic. <laughs> My cat is sleeping beside me. It's a sleepy day. It actually rained. It drizzled, actually. More like just now. A little bit. And I found it hard to get up from my nap. Generally, I actually... Yeah, I'm sidetracking again. <laughs> I hope this is entertaining. <laughs> because I know for some people it can get quite annoying when someone keeps going off track. And I apologize about that. Like, I also sometimes can get quite annoyed uh, when some people sidetrack. Yeah. But I have to say this, and now I forgot what I wanted to say. Gosh darn it. Um, yeah, I was talking about sleeping and the weather. And what, why, why did I want to talk about that? Goodness me. I wish you could do like a funny little commercial break and then there's like that kind of music you hear on like the hotline or something. <laughs> As I try to get my thoughts in order. Because I am jumping a lot. I am. Right? I'm, I'm trying hard to try and link it. Always had a problem like in, in school trying to be organized in my thinking and linking stuff. It was only like much later when like more or less it started to piece itself together. Much later I mean in university. <laughs> so that's why like my English was always kind of really like average. The score was always like a passing grade. Or maybe just a bit higher than passing grade. Because like in English, like there's so many rules, right? About how you should write, how it to sound organized. And in speaking terms, my English, I would say it's, fa it's fairly good. It's pretty good. It's not very good. It's not like, whoa, but it's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, in terms of writing, I remember it was very hard for me to formulate my thoughts in a very organized manner. Because my brain would be thinking fast. My my hand would be writing fast and then when you're doing the test or whatever you're like oh it makes sense but then when you get back your paper and you look at the comments and like you start reading and looking like what was I writing you're like what is this what is this mess <laughs> so, 
so yeah not great <laughs> but hey I mean I'm better at writing things like stories like something more creative rather than essay report writing situational writing but it's a good skill nevertheless okay yeah <laughs> okay, I, I forgot I literally I forgot what I wanted to talk about so okay I wanted to let me go back to the topic on intrusive thoughts once more Okay guys, I played back my freaking recording. I should have done that earlier, but uh, to anyone I caused frustration or if you're entertained by my loss of thoughts, uh, I'm sorry and you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was talking. <laughs> okay, so I was talking about how uh, I was spilling the tea about how we tend to always complain even though we're super privileged, right? And the way I wanted to link that back to intrusive thoughts was how we try to already predict our day, our emotions, and the way we feel or how things are gonna be based on that cycle or like somehow predictable sort of like events that go down, right? That we really already set like ourselves like a preconceived emotion. Okay, I don't think I don't know if that made sense. For we already set ourselves like a mood for the day, like once we wake up or maybe we're at work and then we start thinking about oh like I know when I come back home this is what's gonna happen like let's not do that like it's something that affects me a lot really it does I and it's not healthy because yes sometimes it does go the way you think and yes everyone's life is kind of monotonous or very cyclical in a way and that's normal that's really just life um, that's why, like, it's always reiterated, right? You have to try to find, like, happiness in little things that happen in your day. But also, it's more of just, um, not falling into that thought process before anything happens. Because there are times where it doesn't go the way you think, right? Like, just the other day, I was at work. Actually, I had a very good time at work. Um, but the thing that started getting me down while I was on the way home was like, okay, like once I get home I'm gonna be asked to do this like I'm pretty sure this is gonna happen and like I started to already set myself up for like coming home feeling like like feeling that weight of a responsibility that might not happen and yeah truth is that responsi responsibility didn't happen like I didn't have to do a certain thing that I thought I would be asked to do and so like it made me realize like we should stop trying to predict things as much as they are predictable we should stop doing that because actually ironically life is unpredictable right like we feel like we can start predicting everything like oh like as if like we know what's gonna happen every day and that will be for the rest of our lives no it's not yes on a lot of days it will be like that notice I don't say most okay on a lot of days. It feels like it's most, but it's not. I read a quote, right, uh, about how, I forgot the term, but it was basically how we tend to envision ourselves in negative situations more than it actually happens. That is something I, I, I honestly, I 100% relate to that as well. And I think it's a basic human instinct to try and focus on the bad rather than the positive. And that's in many examples, including relationships with people, uh, the kind of luck you get in life in general but we should not let that control our thoughts instead 
like what I'm gonna try to do as well and I would recommend is like don't think ahead of what's gonna happen just live the day in the moment while you're walking just whatever happens is gonna happen and there's in this g easy song like whatever happens is meant to happen or something like it was a very short little line it was like it's true I mean and yeah especially as we want to predict it or like know the outcome always always leave some room for something small to that's different right and like once you actually start paying attention to that like it's true like you do start to notice little things here and there that are different like for example the way i pay attention to my walks to and from the mrt and back home like seeing oh like well i see this particular crow that flew or like there's this rooster that i <laughs> that's actually um the rooster has been walking around my area f for quite a few months now but sometimes you see him sometimes you don't so it's kind of like hmm like will i be able to see the rooster today will he be perched up on a tree will he be eating food will he be uh sat atop a shopping cart an abandoned shopping cart yeah uh, i say that very specific example because it happened and i think that was very picturesque so i i thought that was very picturesque so i took a photo and also little things like um will i see because my area tends to have little monitor lizards and there was this one day where i was just looking around enjoying the nature around me uh, yeah, that's also one thing. Like, even though you're you're seeing the same scenery, right? Like, you're always gonna like see a particular same scenery, e either like, yeah, walking from work to home, uh, that kind of thing. But there's always something new you can look out for, or just appreciating, because we tend to start, like, we tend to start underappreciating things around us just because it's the same thing every time. But really, it's not exactly. Okay. Um. My dad does this annoying thing where he'll knock on the door and then he'll be like, oh, are you busy? Like, I'm obviously talking, like, I'm either in a meeting or I'm having my podcast. Like, he doesn't, okay, I'm not gonna rant too much about this, but it's just very annoying. And, and it breaks my flow of thoughts, like it did just now. Uh, gosh darn, I'm, I don't want to go back to my freaking recording because actually the way I listen back is I stop this recording and then I made, like, I play back the one I recorded and I make a new one and then I stitch it together in an app you know so it's just annoying and then he gets offended and he gets my dad gets angry that oh like I get like, upset with him interrupting like but for him like once he's in the room and he's closed the door and obviously you can tell he's busy like we're not disturbing him so it's really unfair okay <laughs> okay uh I was saying about oh gosh darn it really like it's really my 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 sense of thought process gets broken actually much easier now like last time I could be able to, I was able to remember better like what I was talking about but now it's like blank okay uh yeah okay let me oh yeah appreciating the nature around us oh yeah how it's under tends to be underappreciated uh because like we feel like we're seeing the same thing every day but really like it's so important to acknowledge that like little things like, oh i'm actually so glad that i can i have like this very nice little nature-esque walk back home every time when i uh when i come back 
um, and I can see little different things like birds, butterflies, monitor lizards. It's nice. You know, you can always find comfort also, uh, finding comfort in repetition. Right, like re repetition, I mean, of like good things, right? Maybe it's like the, that same journey, right, from work to home. Not saying every predictable situation is something you can find comfort in, definitely not. Uh, but yeah, like I think it's very important to break that thought process, and you will just be a bit happier every day because of that, and you won't really sink into that pit of thoughts that are constantly circulating in your head. Like, try to think of yourself from, a, like, a third-person perspective. Or, like, as though you're looking at yourself. Like, imagine what you would look like, like, to someone else. Just a random person walking, right? Like, nobody knows exactly what goes on in your head and what you're constantly thinking about or making yourself depressed by. Like, sometimes it's really easier to just let it go. Like, like just like you're taking cork out of a bottle, right? Like, the thing I... I slapped my bed and my cat jumped <laughs> in her sleep. That's pretty funny. She... Okay, sorry. I... <laughs> I bother her, but she's like fine with it. Like she's okay if I bother her, but if my parents bother her, she's like, eh. But cats actually ha tend to have a bias, like towards one person in the house. I guess not even just cats, like animals in general. And again, I sidetracked, but I remember what I was talking about. <laughs> so. Yeah, try your best. Like, really try your hardest to, to find things that can uh, change your thought process a bit, a process a bit. Like, especially for things you can't control, and especially for things you don't even know, no matter how predictable they can be, right? Because it's not 100% guarantee. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. <laughs> I'm spitting bars, fam. Subscribe. <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> What's up with me? I keep getting sidetracked and then suddenly I get some creative process. <sighs> yeah, I, I... Yeah, it's just something I wanted to say. That's one type of intrusive thought process. Another kind of intrusive thought process I feel is like... There's a lot of aspects of it, honestly. But I think I'll talk about ones that like I want to and I feel like... Uh, I need to hear and I feel like you guys also should hear. Mm. I don't know, I don't, I guess you can consider this intrusive thoughts or more of just, you know, these kind of thoughts, for example, a very popular example, I feel is like, oh, what if I'm, I, I'm like, you're, you're very high on top of a building and you look down and you're like, what if I jump, right? Like, it doesn't have to be a suicidal tendency, right? It's just like that, uh, like your brain starts wondering, oh, like, what is it like? Like, or you start thinking like, oh, I'm in the car. And what if while the car is driving, I just open the car door, like right now? And like you're sitting there, like in your head, it seems like, oh my god, that's so dangerous. Like, why would you do that? But then from like third perspective, like, you're just intensely staring at a door. Like, <laughs> you're not actually gonna do it, okay? Like, there's that 1% of people who end up doing it, I feel. Like, there's always like, nothing's 100% guarantee, like I said. <laughs> but like, 99% of us, we're not gonna do it. But like, we think so hard about it, we're like, I could literally just do this right now. Like, you could feel like you could... Because you you're in control of yourself, right? Like, you could literally just reach your hand out and open the door. <laughs> you could just go against the, 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 the traditional... I don't know. I slapped my bed again and my cat jumped. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, uh, there are these thoughts, right? Like, I don't know what to call them evil... 
or like it's that evil side of you or whatnot it's not really an evil side i guess it's just more of like that side that goes against the traditional values and beliefs and stuff right uh sometimes it can be very simple things like oh like i want to eat this 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 bun right like i'm in the train right now and i would really love to just dig into this bun right now like there's very few people on the train i can do it then you tend to not do it because you're like oh what if i get in trouble when actually like a very big percentage like you're not gonna you're not gonna get in trouble <laughs> uh so, but then like the like sometimes these intrusive thoughts get so weird right or you just start thinking goodness me like why did that thought ever pop up in my head like i'm not that kind of person I'm gonna try and give examples and I just want you to know also that you're not alone in this and that I go through this on the daily as well or even like intrusive thoughts when you're around a particular person that triggers you I feel like that's also very common like you're already like when that person comes into the room you're like oh man like I hate this person like oh man just their presence and then you start thinking of all sorts of overthinking about it and like oh now they're gonna ask me to do this or now they're gonna do that and that particular thing they do piss me off so much um we are constantly making our lives difficult with our thoughts why that's why it's so important to be conscious of it and being taking active steps to getting out of that toxic thought cycle um but yeah it could be around these kind of people where you start getting riled up in your head on the outside, you just look really frowny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then there's also times where someone could annoy you in public, right? Like somebody accidentally could nudge you, right? Like they don't mean to, like they're rushing and stuff. So you, you suddenly start thinking like, oh, what if I push this person down? How would they like that? And they're like, wait, why do you just think that? Like, I would never do that. Of course, like I empathize with that person. Maybe they didn't mean it, and even if they did mean to do that, whatever, you know, everyone has bad days. Like, that is me talking. But then that first intrusive thought, it comes in like, oh, I'll, I want to push him down. Like, that's so scary. It's really like those inner, very deep desires that go against uh, what's traditional. And I think that's just also a way for your brain to express that emotion to you so that you realize you're conscious like okay that made me angry that did that's why that was my first initial thought uh but you're in control of your emotions that's why you you don't most of the time people don't actually carry out these very impulsive thoughts in real life <laughs> right like that's one example i'm trying to think of other like examples like i mean there, there there are so many thoughts in general that occur every day good and bad i can't really just like suddenly remember one i'm trying to though like something very notable that i even like kind of scared myself i'm like wait what uh or just it's just unpleasant to myself even that these thoughts come i'm like goodness me one way to deal with these thoughts i actually read up like recent like today how <laughs> recently today uh, it's like, oh, think of these thoughts as just rude house guests. Like, they come in, okay, and you just shoo them out. Like, they're always going to be coming in, but you just shoo them out. And it's a good practice to have. Um, yeah, what are th some other thoughts? Actually, I get very... Uh, I'm better at it now, like, at like controlling myself and uh, not getting riled up. Like, I feel a lot of my patience has come in with dealing with toxic people. And also with my computer. <laughs> my computer is actually very slow, by the way. My laptop is very slow. 
Um, I also use movie sites that have ads. Uh, yeah, and uh, little things like getting stubbed or feeling like, oh, my house is too small. I keep getting little bruises here and there from bumping into things. Like, slowly learning to, like, you know, just breathe it out. Just don't think about it too much. Just go ahead with your life. It's so much more uh, easier when you don't keep it all in or if like when you don't act so harshly on everything because if not you're just gonna be constantly unhappy with everything that's happening to you and you're gonna be feeling like oh i'm in this circle of bad luck when a very important quote i can say is that it's less like not less but like whatever happens to you like ultimately it's your choice how you want to react to it and how you want that to impact you for the rest of your day or even for your life um of course, it takes practice. I'm not saying, oh, snap of a fingers, that doesn't bother me anymore. No, like I have dealt with my intrusive thoughts and my impatience and learning to get better. And it takes years. All right. It does. It does. It's a slow process, uh, but it's worth it. All right. To feeling more at peace, at calm with your already overactive mind. Okay. I don't know about all of you, but I know. Some of you can relate with having an overactive mind, be it with intrusive thoughts, overthinking, or just like random songs playing in your head suddenly and yeah. <laughs> so that is that is that. Yeah, I was talking about how yeah, intrusive thoughts can come around a toxic person, can come out, out of the blue, or can be triggered by some certain small event. Like yeah, you're having a bad day, right? Like and that's something like oh sorry, I'm like hiccuping and you bump someone or someone bumps you and you're like oh man that's the final straw or like i saw this meme where someone is approaching their door like after a tiring day of work and they can't get the keys in the door like that annoys me sometimes too and you're like oh man can i just enter my house <laughs> in peace <laughs> like there's always these little things uh but hey happens to everyone and uh it's normal it's normal just try to i mean honestly i'm not saying that oh you should always push it down push it down and like if there are times where you really want to rage do it but safely <laughs> like shout it out or like uh, hit something like a pillow like i'm not don't break anything <laughs> but yeah it's 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 healthy to let out that energy uh as much as you need rather than you know of course it's good to keep your patience in most situations but when you know you're in a safe environment like your house or your bedroom and you can afford to lash out a little bit then just go for it <laughs> like it, it does make you feel better in the end not saying everyone should be a saint and just because uh, that is very hard i just i don't know i hope you didn't hear that my stomach just emitted a low growl i wouldn't say i'm tired though oh my gosh my cat but my cat is in a deep sleep she starts starts twitching she twitched just now mm. she's been sleeping a lot today a little sleepy poo because it's a rainy day actually kind of uh raised her around the house today got her to be a bit more active oh and me and my cat would love to play the game hide and seek i wonder how long this podcast is gonna be oh my goodness because right now like it's 20 minutes because i started a new recording and i'll be like stitching it together but i think this is already gonna come up to an hour uh, but hey, I mean, hey, juicy content. It's beautiful, wonderful. 
But okay, I'm not gonna try too hard to think of any more like specific examples because I'm also sure like we wouldn't want to divulge whatever we think to everyone. Or even like there are also thoughts that we just keep like really to ourselves and no one to, to no one else. Uh, and it may not necessarily be thoughts that we that uh, define us. Like, it can just be intrusive thoughts or like those momentary evil slash untraditional thoughts. But yeah, like it's just the way it is. It's just the way we have certain inclinations. Um, and learning to deal with it and not um, overthinking on them or start thinking like, oh my gosh, am I actually like a really bad person for having these thoughts? No, it's just um, your actions speak louder than your thoughts. Hey, that's another good one. Yeah, because if you try your best to be a good person to others, to yourself, but you still have bad thoughts, it's fine, really. Like, it's, it's, it's something, I mean, as fine as it is, like, it's, uh, it can be hard to control, right? Like, understandably so, especially if you're in a stressed, anxious, like a bad environment. I wish, I hope all of you are safe and I hope all of you are um, trying to stay as positive as you can, uh, seeking help if you need to, um, having fun, right? Always good to know that y'all are having fun. Um, yeah, and I hope this COVID situation subsides as quickly as it possibly can. And yeah, I feel like that's all I'd have to say. <laughs> I managed to fit in quite a lot of quotes unintentionally. I didn't plan for this, but yes, I, I realized one of the ways I tend to also give advice is through quotes, but also quotes followed by more detailed explanation. And I'm like, because I know certain quotes tend to generalize, right? And I, I don't want to just say that quote and like, oh, okay, like, you know, da -da 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 -da, and then just expect you to like, or, you know not like explain on it a bit more rather for, for uh than than its proposed general meaning but yeah i hope you enjoyed my dual content podcast on covid and on intrusive thoughts and i will see you next week everyone goodbye So now you've reached the end of my podcast. Uh, it would be great if you could actually follow my Instagram page at Puzzle Home Podcast. That's where I post uh, weekly updates of my podcast. And there it's also a platform where you can actually recommend me some topics that I can talk about and possibly yeah talk about and help you. So yeah, follow my Instagram. <laughs>